Thursday, September 23rd, 2021 situation update. This is Mike Adams here. We've got, I've got, I got to download a bunch of Intel to you here before I forget it. We got a lot of Intel coming in. We've got major bombshells. We've got the war against humanity being escalated in ways that many of us could not have even imagined. And we have confirmation and I'm also going to share, well, confirmation of the aerosolized skin penetrating uh, nanoparticle spike proteins, by the way. That report dropped uh, night before last. Bombshells. <laughs> it's where to even begin on that. We're going to go through all that today, but I've also got other things to share with you that I have um, been kind of holding back. And I'm going to go ahead and explain some of that here. And it has to do with some of the intel that I received previously, which is why uh, some of the previous podcasts I've posted suddenly make sense based on the uh, revelations today. So I'm going to share all that with you as well. I want to remind you that Brighttown.tv is broadcasting each day, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, including uh, Ann Vandersteel has a show at night, Stu Peters, many other people, amazing people. And I've got a show on there as well at uh, 2, uh, I'm sorry, 3 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to check out Brighttown.tv each day. And remember, it's on Roku now. And the viewership is rapidly increasing on Brighttown.tv. But first, let, let me just cover a couple of little small tidbits of news that are very important. You know, yesterday we covered the Evergrande or Ever Scammed, as I call it, situation. And there's something I neglected to mention that is actually kind of a, some good news about that. So the Evergrande collapse in China, it's just the tip of the iceberg of the, the fake, you know, fraudulent bubble real estate developer ecosystem that drives China's fake economy. And over all these recent years, I mean, uh, more than a decade, actually, Evergrande and other such developers have been sucking up the world's supply of steel and concrete and other supplies so they could build their ghost cities and their apartment buildings that are now about to become worthless, by the way. But the collapse of Evergrande, which is now underway, the avalanche has begun, is causing a plunging in the world prices of iron ore. Iron ore has plunged about 50% from June until today. And that's not all due to Evergrande, but Evergrande is a big part of it, the slowdown of, of property development in China. As a result, steel is about to become uh, far more affordable in the United States and around the world. So I wanted to put that out there because and when we purchased our steel building the, our most recent one for our expansion of the Health Ranger store, uh, we had to pay, now I'm forgetting, was it 200% more, 250%? Some crazy amount higher than what it should have been. And that, and, and even then it took like six months to get the steel. So it was slow and it was expensive. That's about to change. We should see more steel supply moving into the pipeline. And that's good for commercial construction. And it's also good for just America's industry because so many things are made out of steel. So if you're about to, I don't know, build a home or something, there's rebar that goes into your foundation and that rebar is about to become less expensive. Then again, 
PVC is becoming more expensive and PEX pipe is more expensive and everything involved in plumbing and electricity, you know, electrical supply, all of it, glues, resins, roofing, <laughs> all of that's more expensive. So I hope you save a lot on the rebar because that, that might be the only thing that's less expensive. All right, next little tidbit uh, to share here that I think is very important. Some, at least this is, this is an alleged event, but it sounds right. So I'm going to share it with you and you can decide, but there's been a message kind of circulating online about a, a person, a, a woman who was at, at Walgreens and went in for a flu shot and they gave her the COVID shot instead. So uh, I, I don't know if, if this is happening at more than one place. Maybe it was an accident at one place. But would it surprise you if part of the agenda for mass extermination started to inject everybody who wanted a flu shot with a COVID shot instead? I would not be surprised at this point. And I would not be surprised at all. So watch out. Personally, flu shots are worthless. So I don't know why anybody gets a flu shot anyway. You're not a time traveler. The flu shot only covers last year's flu <laughs> because the virus is already mutated, you know, even according to mainstream virology. So unless you're going back in time to last year, flu shots not going to help you. Flu shots harm far more people than they could possibly help. So no point in getting a flu shot, especially when it's not the flu shot. All right, next news item here that's kind of disturbing is that according to a new survey conducted by uh, Willis Towers Watson, that's a risk management company, more than half of U.S. companies expect to impose COVID vaccine mandates on their employees by the end of this year. So this is a survey of a thousand companies that employ close to 10 million people. 52% of the employers are planning some form of vaccine mandates for the workers. Now, I want you to think about the implications of this. 50%. This could mean that maybe close to 50% of American workers would be forced to take a vaccine or lose their jobs. Now, granted, some of those people might switch jobs and go to a company that doesn't require vaccines and thereby save their lives. But what's really happening here is that this scheme by Biden to force employers with 100 or more employees to vaccinate their employees, this is murdering the working class, the producers of America, while the non-producers, the people staying at home collecting the COVID bailout money and welfare and stimulus checks, those people are not getting the vaccine, well, at least in higher numbers. So you're going to end up killing off people willing to work and you're going to leave America as a country of, you know, dead former workers and then very much alive non-producers who are the welfare people just who aren't willing to work. And if you thought shortages and supply lines were bad now, just wait until after these 52% of American companies kill off their employees with these spike protein injections we're talking about a, a total collapse of the economy here. This is, this is total warfare. This is unrestricted warfare that's being waged against America. In fact, right now, let, let me get into some of the intel that I need to share with you before I forget it all. Uh, some of this intel, I can't, I can't detail all of it yet. But in the Middle East, there are 
let's just say Americans and their allies are being hunted. They are being hunted, and this is being done at the behest of the Biden administration. So the Biden controllers, we'll say, are empowering America's enemies to hunt down and execute Americans in Afghanistan. And there are certain operations happening out of the Bagram airport, which is no longer controlled by America, that I, I can't talk about at this point, probably be able to share that with you later. But if you knew what I've been told, you would be, you would be beyond angry because it's, it's, you know, treason doesn't even begin to cover it, but I'll just say Americans are being hunted and it's, and, and the Biden regime is demanding this. This is all out war against American soldiers. I also received another tip today. This one not yet confirmed. I'm still trying to confirm the location, the source of this, but a, a tip came in that claimed that at at least one U.S. military base that uh, soldiers who are unvaccinated were being loaded on the buses and driven to a military COVID quarantine camp where they are going to be held, they've been told, held until they agree to be vaccinated. So the U.S. military is, in essence, turning U.S. soldiers into POWs in America, prisoners of war. And you're, the only way you can get out of the POW camp in America is to agree to take the spike protein injection, which is a biological weapon. You talk about warfare, and it's being waged against us and our, our men and women in uniform. So all that is happening right now in America. Another piece of intel I've got to share with you has to do with the, the total war that we're now under and the invasion of America and the taking down of America. Now, you heard Laura Logan perhaps a few days ago talking about how Biden was preparing for um, uh, warfare, biological warfare on American soil. And remember how we couldn't really make sense of exactly what she was talking about. She's talking about refugees. She's talking about you know, biological weapons and, and the signals from the Biden administration that it was unmistakable. Well, I got some intel yesterday that, that adds to this. So here's what's happening. The communist Chinese are uh, right now ferrying a massive amount of uh, wartime military equipment across the U.S. southern border, and they're using Mexican narco cartels in order to achieve that. Now, that you may think, well, that's not new. I mean, we've heard about that before. It's just that now they're ferrying not just kinetic weapons, but biological weapons. So you, you may have heard the mainstream media, you know, Fox News and so on, talking about how these Haitian migrants are carrying uh, measles and, and, and COVID and what have you, tuberculosis, you know, the typical stuff that uh, you get out of third world countries and that they're not being tested, right? They're not being vaccinated. And you, you heard Jen Psaki, the traitor, saying, well, they don't need to be vaccinated. They don't plan to stay here. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Right, because she thinks we're stupid and, and that we believe that. Well, it's way worse than that, folks. It's way worse. So we're going to get into this report uh, shortly from Drastic. 
and the DARPA leaked document. But one thing you need to know is that the chimeric spike protein uh, nanoparticle research did not stop with SARS-CoV-2. In fact, it continued all the way through uh, 2020. The research was, was continuing to be conducted. And in fact, Fauci continued to fund it. The NIH funding continued through last year. And what they have developed, which is now in the hands of the communist Chinese, is a uh, MERS augmented version of the SARS-CoV-2. And as you may know, the MERS virus as a bioweapon, which was originally developed by DARPA, although DARPA did not intend to release it, but MERS has a 30% fatality rate. So let me just try to set some context for you here. The SARS-CoV-2 was designed to spread, but not to kill. It was designed to spread so that everybody could, quote, test positive, and then they could use the media to, to push panic and drive everybody into vaccines. And the vaccines were, of course, engineered to contain the spike protein bioweapon so that the vaccines are what's killing people. In other words, they didn't need SARS-CoV-2 or, or COVID to kill anybody because the vaccines are doing the killing. But they knew there would be a percentage of the population that would not take the vaccine. And in America, it's somewhere maybe 45%, something like that, are not fully vaccinated. So they developed another weapon. This was always the plan. It's not like this was an afterthought. They did this at the same time. They developed another weapon that's based on MERS, which has a significant fatality rate. And it is this weapon that is being now smuggled into the United States with biological weapons deployment teams run by the CCP, aided by the Mexican narcos who have the smuggling uh, vectors, you know, mapped out. They know how to get things into the U.S. These teams are being pre-positioned across the United States in key cities, and they're going to, they're going to be given a command, and it may just be something that appears in the media, you know, some, I don't know, common phrase or something, activation word. And they're all going to, on that day, release the biological weapons that they're now smuggling into the United States. And that this reportedly is going to happen soon. This is not something five years down the road. This is imminent. And this thing, this, I don't know what you want to call it, super MERS, you know, MERS, COVID, MOVID, well, I don't know what you call it. This is the real killer. This thing is going to spread like wildfire and it's going to kill like crazy, but it's especially going to kill those who are vaccinated because they don't have the immune system functioning in order to be able to stop this thing. But it's also going to kill a lot of unvaccinated people just because it's got a high fatality rate anyway. And this is about to be released. And in addition, I've been told that the CCP has also developed um, submarine transport routes where they are literally bringing in uh, high-level CCP personnel or PLA personnel, you know, Chinese military, into California using submarines. So this, now, my speculation is they probably have a deal with Newsom because I've been told from other sources years ago that Newsom had granted the CCP permission 
to use the the Long Beach ports as a landing, kind of a staging area to have a beachhead in California when they stage their invasion of the United States. The invasion is now in its final uh, preparedness stages. They're now pre-positioning, just just to repeat, they're pre-positioning key PLA personnel, that's People's Liberation Army personnel, brought in via submarines. They're positioning the super MERS biological weapons uh, in cities across America. They're pre-positioning the kinetic weapons, which we've covered before. It includes the RPGs, um, the mortars. Don't forget about the mortars. Um, remember, they can use mortars to take out refineries and, and uh, power substations and so on. They've also got, of course, typical AK-47s, uh, full auto drop-in Sears for AR-15s and so on, you know, and night vision, all the typical stuff you might expect a, um, a wartime force to have. They've got all that. Plus, don't forget the last time I interviewed J.R. Nyquist or a couple of times ago, he brought up the point that they have been stockpiling uniforms. And I remember thinking, what, what kind of uniforms are you talking about? Because it's not really clear to me, is it military uniforms or like police uniforms? Or UN uniforms? I, I, it's still not clear, actually. I, I probably should ask JR about that. But he said they were stockpiling uniforms so that they could impersonate, you know, authorities in the middle of some kind of crisis. So, folks, oh, I wish I. This, the reason I'm hesitating is because I'm trying to sort out which parts I can share and which parts I can't yet, because some of my sources tell me stuff and then they they say oh you but you can't say that yet because that would burn somebody who's one of the sources you know so i'm trying to remember what parts i can say and what i can't say uh if you if you knew all the stuff that i knew you'd be you'd be freaking out right now because we're in a full-scale war and that's that's what's being told to me repeatedly we are in a full-scale war right now this is the staging final chapter and the activation is imminent and very likely that activation of the final war against America is going to include multiple components, a bio-warfare component, a cyber assault on the power grid to try to take down the power grid. It's also going to include the attempt at complete destruction of the United States military. It may include EMP weapons, might include nuclear weapons, although the Chinese doctrine has stated before they don't want to nuke America because they want the farmlands to still be usable. But one exception to that is that the Chinese are willing to nuke military installations. And I bring your memory back to the Chinese drones that were spotted over uh, Davis Monthan Air Force Base, Tucson, Arizona, uh, documented in what's it called? The drive.com, I think. The Tucson SWAT, no, the Tucson police helicopters gave chase to this drone. And the drone was apparently, uh, this was a, an amazing drone because it, it uh, evaded the police helicopters and it climbed at altitude and escaped into the clouds. This drone was launched from the Mexico side of the border. So these are long range drones. These, these are Chinese made surveillance drones and they were surveilling using thermal cameras, the Davis Monthan Air Force Base, which is you know, right there in Tucson. And there was something else. They were 
surveilling the natural gas um, critical infrastructure company there, and I've forgotten their name uh, somehow. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of data rocking around in my head right now here, but it, it's a it's a natural gas company that's there near the Air Force Base, and they provide I think what twenty five percent of the natural gas supplies in the United States. And it was like Heinen or Heinem. Remember, it's like a German sounding name for that, uh, that company. Anyway, so China has had these drones that are coming in and, and doing surveillance, which obviously is gathering data to go back into the planning stages for the final invasion and takedown of America. And that takedown is now imminent. Now, and we still haven't gotten to the, the real story today. I want to remind you tomorrow, <laughs> literally tomorrow in Arizona, the forensic ballot analysis results are going to be released reportedly at 1.30 p.m. Arizona time. And remember, Arizona is on its own time. It's not, it's not the same as Mountain or Pacific. It's Arizona time. And so whatever 1.30 is in Arizona, that's when it's supposed to be coming out. Now, these results, I'm told, remember, it's going to be over 100,000 ballots that are thrown into question by this is going to invalidate the election, at least in the minds of people, maybe not legally at first, but it's going to reveal to people that this whole thing was rigged. As that realization creeps across the consciousness of the people of America, the powers that be are going to be in a total panic, obviously, to uh, create a disaster. And if you go down the list of what are the possible disasters they could unleash, it's a pretty long list. You know, it's, it's, uh, they could declare war. You know, the Biden regime could announce highway checkpoints for vaccine papers, or they could, the, the U S government could attack the power grid itself and take down the power grid. They could, they could take down the internet, cancel all the, the cell towers, Stop all communications like Cuba did when the freedom protests were getting popular. Cuba just tried to shut it all down. There's going to be absolute panic come Friday afternoon in the swamp. And the swamp is going to react. And it may be that since this swamp, the Biden regime is a puppet of the CCP, China is calling the shots here. China may order Biden to take certain actions that betray America and weaken America and allow China to succeed with its invasion. And all of this is no doubt beginning, at least the mechanisms of it are going to be put into play starting Friday, just tomorrow. Not that you're going to see an invasion tomorrow. I'm not saying that, but as the audit results come out, the swamp is going to start issuing commands that are going to result in an invasion of the United States I mean, really, technically, the invasion's already underway with with the Chinese troops and the Chinese you know, equipment and the bioweapons. The Haitian thing is a distraction, folks. That's not even, that's kind of like, oh, look over here, and but don't look over there. You know, America can handle 15,000 Haitians. I'm not saying that we should. I mean, they should be sent back home. But America can't handle, you know, 15,000 bioweapons deployment agents from the PLA who have a new deadly souped up MERS virus funded by Fauci that came out of the Wuhan lab and has a 30% fatality rate. And they start spraying 
with their aerosolized, you know, little pump sprayers all over the airports of America. And that's coming. That's the next step in this. They're going to achieve mass fatalities across this country. And remember, Fauci's working for China. Dayzak is working for China. Biden's working for China. Half the Senate is working for China. Most of the media is working for China. Big tech, nothing but Chinese puppets at this point. They're all working for China. But you know what's fascinating about this in kind of in, in China's defense, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say, China didn't invent this weapon. That's what's so interesting about this. And this is why DARPA just released this document to say, hey, we did not fund Dayzak, you know, releasing this thing in China. Turns out China just augmented it. The weapon originally came from DARPA and the DOD, but DARPA and the DOD didn't want to release it on the world. See, I almost, I have to restate this because the picture is becoming more and more clear with these new documents that are coming out. And we have to, we have to now kind of refine our understanding of how all this happened. You know, in the early days, I knew this came out of a lab. And so I blamed China at first. I thought this was all developed in China and China dumped it on the world. Turns out that's not actually the case. This was developed by DARPA in the first place, but as MERS, by the way, but DARPA, we now know, did not want to release this on the world because the DARPA people aren't insane. They wanted to hold it as a possible tactical weapon, you know, keep it in the freezer. They're kind of like, hey, one day we might need this, who knows, but put it in the freezer. You know, even DARPA people are like, we're not crazy enough to release this on the world. You know who's crazy enough to release it on the world? Dayzak and Fauci. So basically what happened is Fauci at the NIH, who is a criminal against humanity, and I'm calling for his arrest now, that son of a bitch should be indicted and prosecuted and spend life in prison for what he has done. But that, that's, that's another topic. Fauci and Dayzak and Barrick and others, they took the DARPA weapon technology and then they handed it to China and funded the gain of function. They, they, and the reason they chose China for this and betrayed America by handing over this bioweapon to China is because they knew that this research was outlawed in America. Trump outlawed it. That's one of the key features of the Trump administration, saying this is illegal. So they went to China and they shared this weapon with China, which is treason, so that they could then refine it with the gain of function affinity for human cells. So it would be highly infectious to humans. And then, as we now know from this document that we're about to get into, Dayzak approached DARPA and said, here, uh, give us $14 million. We're going to make an aerosolized uh, skin penetrating nanoparticle spike protein version of this. We're going to call it a vaccine and we're going to release it in the bat caves all over China because we know that's going to then get spread to the people who eat the bats. And in China, you know, you can make bat soup and you know, they, they catch the bats and they make, I don't know why you would eat bats, but they do. Some of the local people eat bats. And so they have bat soup and everything. That's how it would go into the humans. And then it would spread all over the world. So this document is the smoking gun admission 
This document that we're about to get into that DARPA leaked to Drastic, Drastic's the name of the organization, this document proves that this was a plot against humanity. And it proves that the key perpetrators were not, that this didn't initiate with China. It initiated with Fauci and Dezak, the EcoHealth Alliance. This was a globalist operation that simply took the MERS virus and then used China to augment it and then had it released on the world. So China went along with it, but China wasn't the originator of this. And, you know, China got its own, uh, quote, benefits by getting rid of Trump and having the 2020 election be rigged with the lockdowns and the, the you know, the fake ballot uh, fraud that we're about to see proof of, by the way. So China did benefit from it, but this didn't start with China. This started with DARPA, but, but, but then DARPA didn't want to release it. So what a twisted story. I mean, and that's what we know right now. Again, this whole explanation may change as we learn more, but let's, we're going to get into the, the key findings, but, oh, you know, first, let me mention that I'm going to share now some, some things that I knew previously and some things that I, I have withheld until now. So one of the things that I knew, you recall over the last few weeks, well, actually a couple of months, I've been talking about how there really wasn't a virus that got loose in New York City in 2020, that it was actually nanoparticles, you'll, you'll remember me saying this, toxic spike protein nanoparticles that were dropped on the city using aerosolized means. You, you remember that? In fact, I had a conversation with Dr. Lee Merritt about this uh, on, on the record. You know, it's, on, it's in our interview that they were, they were synthesizing the spike protein nanoparticles and dropping them on the cities in order to simulate an outbreak. See, they didn't even need a virus. All they needed was people to have symptoms of the spike protein nanoparticles. And you may recall, I specifically said they used drones. And that's, that came from an Intel source that now, as, as of uh, today, with these drastic findings and the DARPA leak, that Intel source, you know, I can now tell you that that, that it came from an Intel source who's 100% accurate about that and many other things. So that Intel source is the same source that provided me information that allowed me to record my podcast, what was it, two days ago, about the CDC running the bioweapons teams in America targeting uh, health freedom events, what they're doing is they're releasing these same aerosolized spike protein skin penetrating nanoparticles at these events. So remember that podcast that was earlier this week, Sherry Tenpenny was talking about how everybody's getting sick at these events and uh, the, the Scott Kesterson event, Bards Fest, a lot of people got sick reportedly. Uh, I, I got sick, uh, but I beat it with chlorine dioxide. At a Clay Clark event, other people got sick. There's been a lot of sickness, and now we know. See, this is confirmation of what I've been sharing with you. There are teams that deploy these toxic spike protein nanoparticles, and they're doing it 
across the country right now. We are living in an active war zone. America is a bioweapons battlefield. And there are teams that are, are tied to the CDC that have this spike protein. They have, you know, vials of it. And they, they simply mix it up with water and they can disperse it with atomizers and sprayers, handheld sprayers. They can get in, into the HVAC systems or they can use drones. They can even deploy it over entire cities using small aircraft. Now, this is all, this is all confirmed now in, in the document that was leaked by DARPA. So I've, I've known about these skin-penetrating nanoparticles for quite some time, but it wasn't something that I came up with. It was something that came to me uh, via, via a source that has a lot more, <laughs> a lot more to share that you're going to find out about soon. So let's go to the key findings of this document. First, let me show you how you can get to this document yourself. This is the uh, this is uh, the findings from Drastic. Drastic is a an online research group made up of over a hundred doctors and researchers from around the world. And uh, we went ahead and copied their their PDF because they released it publicly, just in case it got censored. We put it on the natural news servers. So write down this URL if you want to go to this file yourself. It's a PDF. It's naturalnews.com slash files slash defuse, D-E-F-U-S-E, dash project, dash drastic, dash analysis, dash one. That's the numeral one, dot PDF, okay? You can bring it up. And for those of you uh, searching online, if you want to search for the, the document number as was recorded by DARPA, Here's the document number, HR, like Health Ranger. <laughs> That's the funny part. Uh, HR 00111-8S, as in Sam, 0017-preempt. That's P-R-E-E-M-P-T-P-A-001. That's the document number. So we're going to go into the key findings of this document and everything I've said here will suddenly make shocking sense. Uh, one of the key findings is that EHA, that means EcoHealth Alliance, that's Peter Dayzak's organization that was laundering the money through the NIH to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Okay, so anytime I say EHA, that's EcoHealth Alliance. That's Peter Dayzak. EHA planned to inoculate wild bats with aerosolized vaccines. Uh, other elements that have never been made public, these include vaccinating wild bats using aerosolized viruses. So we now have confirmation that, yes, they were using aerosolized uh, deployment of this, which is what I was talking about two days ago. Interesting, isn't it? You might wonder, how, how, how was I talking about something two days ago, and then it just came out last night in the Telegraph newspaper and made worldwide bombshell news? Yes, aerosolized deployment of skin-penetrating nanoparticles. How, how, how could I have known about that two days ago? Hmm, good question. Okay, um, other findings. The EHA tried to bypass the uh, P3CO frameworks. That's the framework that has outlawed research on biological weapons. So they, they tried to go around that by calling it vaccines. EHA would have used U.S. taxpayer money to pay the bat lady and also Peng Zhou and Ben Hu at quarter time 
Oh, okay. So U.S. taxpayer money w- was planned to be paid to these Chinese researchers who were working on the, the weaponization. Also, check this out. The EHA would have invited Shi Zhengli, that's the bat lady, to a project kickoff at DARPA headquarters. So, <laughs> so Peter Dazak wanted to get the bat lady, who works for the Chinese Communist military, obviously the PLA, to come to DARPA's headquarters and announce the launch of the release of this virus using aerosolized skin-penetrating toxic nanoparticles, spike protein. DARPA said no. And that's, that's what ultimately led to this. DARPA said no, and then DARPA leaked this document because DARPA wants no part of this, this coming tidal wave of investigations of crimes against humanity. Believe me, the people at DARPA don't want to go to prison as the next Joseph Mengele supporters. You know what I mean? The DARPA folks are horrified at this, frankly. But EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Dazak and the Chinese military, they, they thought this was awesome. Uh, building better bioweapons. Maybe that's what they mean by build back better. <laughs> build back better bioweapons. Uh, EHA had three cave sites in Yunnan for the SARS-CoV collection. Okay. Uh, EHA planned to inoculate wild bats with aerosolized vaccines. We covered that. The EHA wanted to oversee all the work in China. So Peter Dazak wanted to be in charge of the Chinese military gain of function development and the deployment of this biological weapon to mass murder humanity. Dazak wanted to be the, the Adolf Hitler of the biowarfare depopulation agenda. Amazing. <laughs> all right. Live bats were meant to be used at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and various international labs for infection experiments. Um, The EHA proposed multiple regular visits to three Yunnan cave sites. Let's see. They plan to send samples to Duke University in Singapore and Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina. That's where Ralph Barrick is plotting against humanity. The proposal set a clear pathway for chimeric virus construction. So chimeric virus construction means, of course, they took components from other viruses and kind of cobbled them together to create a chimera. And they took elements out of the AIDS, you know, HIV, for immunosuppression. And this, this is something that was also confirmed in an interview I had recently with Dr. Richard M. Fleming. He warned about this. He said, yes, they've incorporated the immune suppression uh, components into this, and that's what's coming next. So when you, when you look at why vaccines are failing, it's because they were designed to fail as the bioweapon releases uh, escalated into the more and more developed chimeric forms, which contain immunosuppressive gain-of-function properties. Does that make sense? So in other words, they they put out the first version, you know, SARS-CoV-2, to create the panic and push people into the vaccines. And then they have more versions that they've, frankly, already been releasing that have immunosuppression properties. And that's one of the reasons why the vaccines aren't working anymore, all by design. 
So this isn't simply just a biological weapon that's been dropped on humanity. This is a biological weapon that was specifically engineered to turn the human body against itself, not just with immunosuppression, but also antibody-dependent enhancement. This, this is a crime against humanity that is beyond uh, just devious or evil. This, this is, what's even, what's even the right word for this? Uh, diabolical, right? This is diabolical. It was designed to turn people's bodies against themselves and to achieve mass murder. And they had the audacity to go to DARPA and say, give us money, give us taxpayer money so we can destroy humanity. That's, that's what they did. All right, next finding. The EHA, okay, this is, put on your bombshell hats there for a second. The EHA has 180 unpublished SARS-CoV strains. Oh, huh, that's interesting. I say that because, of course, I've told you this before, that they have other strains sitting in the freezers ready to deploy, right? You've heard me say that. Well, now, um, Drastic is confirming it. The EHA has 180 unpublished SARS-CoV strains. What do you think those strains are being kept for? Huh? What do you suppose they're for? They are, of course, to perpetuate the pandemic and to keep the scam going so they can continue to call for mass vaccination of humanity so they can continue to mass murder people with the spike proteins and the, the hospital homicide and then kill people with more aggressive versions of the bioweapons and also kill people through the shedding because the vaccines, the booster shots are going to be formulated with more and more aggressive strains of the skin penetrating spike protein toxic nanoparticles. So you can be killed just by being near somebody who's been vaccinated. And there's a lot of people already sick because they were around somebody who was vaccinated. Now we know why, don't we? Now it's all confirmed. Now we know they have 180 strains sitting in the freezer. It's not just the Fauci special version three or four or five. There's 180 of them in there. What kind of nightmares do they have on ice that they are probably willing to unleash to try to save their own skin at this point? You see what I mean? Do you think there's anything they won't do to try to create more panic and try to demand more people take vaccines, right? There's nothing they won't do. They are in all-out war mode right now. All right. According to this, the, the proposal from DARPA, three to five chimeric coronaviruses were to be created per year. So it was a bioweapons factory. This was an ongoing project to continue to terrorize humanity with the release of more and more bioweapons. Well, guess what? Here's the other shocker. DARPA refused to fund this project, but the project continued anyway. It was funded through other means. How do you think it was funded, by the way? Who has money? Who is a globalist who has money, who loves vaccines and wants to depopulate the world and has ties to EcoHealth Alliance and ties to China Hmm, what sweater-wearing globalist could I be referring to? To whom $14 million would be a drop in the bucket? Huh, you can figure that out for yourself. 
The proposal planned to identify key minor deletions in the receptor binding domain to alter human pathogenicity. In other words, to make it more dangerous to humans. Of course, they, they went ahead and did this. So remember, everything you're reading here that was kind of like they planned to do this, they actually did it. They just didn't do it with DARPA money in this case. It was only $14 million, I think. They got the money from someone else. Someone who likes to wear sweaters. Uh, the proposal includes the introduction of human-specific cleavage sites. Now, it is these human-specific cleavage sites that are another kind of smoking gun about the origins of SARS-CoV-2. The virologists who have looked at this and have been honest about it knew very early on, back in 2020, this thing came out of a lab because of these furin cleavage sites, which in the world of virology, these are like giant flashing screaming beacons that say I was engineered in a lab because these things don't happen in nature, by the way, they, they do not happen this way in nature. The, there's not even a random spontaneous combination that can make this happen in nature. But don't forget that it was Peter Dazak who conspired to have the letter published in the Lancet, I think February of 2020, a letter signed by, what was it, 27 other scientists and virologists, 26 of whom have now been linked back to the Wuhan Institute of Virology because it was all a giant criminal scam. Peter Dazak put that letter together, and that letter was then widely repeated by the media, and it caused everybody to back off from the lab leak theory for about a year. So Dazak was using the science journal, The Lancet, which is also complicit in this, The Lancet is a criminal propaganda operation. Just to be clear, the editor of The Lancet should also be arrested and prosecuted, in my opinion. They're all complicit in this. And why stop at The Lancet, by the way, but that's a different topic. But Dazak had this letter published in The Lancet to claim, no, this, this must have come from the meat market when he knew it didn't. And now we know he knew because he was the one proposing to DARPA to continue the research and to release the damn thing into bats in China. Dayzak knew it. He lied, he lied, he lied. He lied and millions died. And Fauci lied. They all lied and the media lied and the Lancet lied. And this is a Holocaust now. And they've only just begun. They're diabolical release of the 180 strains they're only on like number three if we don't stop this humanity will not survive by the way all right um next key finding the proposal planned to introduce quote naturally occurred occurring proteolytic cleavage sites to create novel coronaviruses so the the key to understand here is that the proposal was trying to cover up the engineering by making it look like these were of natural origin. So another way to say that is that uh, Peter Dazak and the Bat Lady and Fauci, they knew that they were diabolical uh, demons uh, releasing bioweapons on humanity. They knew it so much that they had in their proposal, they planned to try to cover their tracks because they knew that someone would look at this 
So they actually wanted taxpayer money to pay them to develop proteolytic cleavage sites to cover up their smoking gun of the fact that they had engineered the thing. I mean, how, how evil? It's like another layer of evil has been discovered. Every time you, you peel back one layer, you're like, how evil is this guy? There's another layer of evil. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. Next item, the proposal plan to research alternate receptors to ACE2. Yeah, okay. So this is where we get into the race-specific bioweapons. So, you know, ACE2 receptors exist in the lungs and many organs and tissues throughout the human body. And this was a receptor site that was a kind of a juicy target for the spike protein. But the ACE2 receptor wasn't the, the only receptor. And I don't know if you saw the chart of who has the most ACE2 receptors, but I, I seem to remember, this is just going from memory, but I, I seem to remember that black people are among those who have the most and uh, people of Jewish descent have the least. Now, <laughs> I know that's going to set off all kinds of uh, uh, you know, conspiracy discussions about race wars and there probably is a race war element to this but the point is they weren't just going to work on ace2 receptors they were going to try to find other receptors so they could make sure to have a complete kill of every ethnicity okay so they, they weren't just trying to kill black people or trying to kill white people or whatever they were trying to kill everybody and they were going to do it with multiple receptor sites they just needed more research okay uh let's see Airway cells and HACE2 mice. Uh, the proposal spillover probability assessment does not include lab research-related risks. All right. A potentially highly important spike protein data set was not made public. EHA proposed MERS coronavirus experiments and had already introduced SARS and MERS into bat cell lines. What did I say? Remember how, what was it? Last week I was talking about MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Because I had gotten word that this, this all originated with MERS, which was a DARPA project. So the EcoHealth Alliance through DAZAC, you know, got their hands on MERS and then boom, they proposed MERS coronavirus experiments they had already introduced SARS and MERS into bat cell lines. So they, they were already well along this pathway of trying to, well, what's the right way to say this? They were developing the SARS line to be the first weapon they released. And then the, they were developing the MERS line to be the killer final chapter weapon they release. And that's what's coming. So in other words, they had at least two parallel lines of development underway. One was to, to have, um, high transmission, low fatalities to scare people into vaccines. That's the SARS line. And then the MERS line is high fatality, kill off the human race, kill everybody. That's, that's the, and they develop these side by side. They have them all in the freezers, folks. They have them in the freezers. And that's why if humanity doesn't now rise up, and I'm talking about the senators and, and, and the national leaders and the, the World Health Organization, whatever, if we don't rise up and say, stop this madness, Arrest these criminals, seize the freezers, or just unplug them or something, you know? Uh, 
let uh, let let the viral viral proteins automatically denature so that they're no longer a threat to us and nuke them you know i mean put them in a microwave or something i don't mean nuclear weapons i mean i mean kill the viruses right that's what i mean by nuke them that's what we need to do if we don't do that how much you want to bet these these MERS strains are going to get released they may already be released they're they're going to get released by they're probably already in the hands of these Chinese deployment troops that, that have crossed the border. They're probably all over the U.S. right now. They're probably just waiting for activation day. And that day might be tomorrow for all we know. They're going to hit us with, with MERS or some super version of MERS. And people are going to die like you've never seen before. You thought you probably know somebody who died from the vaccine, right? We all do. I, I know people who died. They took the shot, they're dead. But what we've seen so far in terms of deaths is nothing compared to the, uh, the massive body count that's coming because, again, these people are desperate. They've been caught. The smoking guns are out. We have the 900 pages of documents of Fauci, the FOIA requests from, what was that, The Intercept. We have all the smoking guns. We have this DARPA document. Okay. EcoHealth Alliance proposed industrial-scale bat sampling. EcoHealth Alliance misled DARPA about risk to the general public. EcoHealth Alliance proposed to generate batified mouse models. What are batified mouse models? Well, that's more chimeric uh, research where they can genetically modify mice to uh, mirror the uh, physiology of bats so they could continue to bridge their bat research into mice without having to go out and collect bats. Basically, it just makes their bioweapons development so much easier. All right, so The Telegraph is the paper that really went public with this bombshell on September 21st. So the, the title of that article is Wuhan scientists plan to release coronaviruses into cave bats 18 months before outbreak. Leaked documents reveal researchers applied for $14 million to fund controversial project in 2018. I want to read from you now a couple of, um, a couple of paragraphs from that story. New documents show that just 18 months before the first COVID cases appeared, researchers had submitted plans to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles containing, quote, novel chimeric spike proteins of bat coronaviruses into cave bats in Yunnan, China. They also plan to create chimeric viruses genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily, and they requested $14 million from DARPA to fund the work. Okay? Got it? Folks, these are smoking guns after smoking guns after smoking guns. Papers confirmed as genuine by a former member of the Trump administration show they were hoping to introduce human-specific cleavage sites to bat coronaviruses, which would make it easier for the virus to enter human cells. Uh, yes, that's exactly what they did. This was all designed as a bioweapon against humans. The documents were released by Drastic, the web-based investigations team set up by scientists from across the world to look into the origins of COVID-19. In a statement, Drastic said the following. Now, keep in mind that Drastic is actually not that drastic. They're, they really downplay what they're saying, which is okay, 
They deserve amazing credit for this, by the way. But Drastic is wanting to really adhere to conservative scientific statements that can't be, you know, attacked as hyperbole. So, you know, Drastic is not going to say the interpretation that I just shared with you, but that's fine. That's my job. And I have access to other intel that Drastic doesn't have access to. So I can tell you the whole battle plan here. You know, the Chinese troops, the submarines, the Mexican narco cartels, the pre-positioned weapon systems in cities across America, the whole thing, the big picture of what's going on. What Drastic focuses on is the science, the documentation, the, the evidence in the virus itself. So, so here's what Drastic says. Quote, given that we find in this proposal a discussion of the planned introduction of human-specific cleavage sites, a review by the wider scientific community of the plausibility of artificial insertion is warranted. So there you go. That, that's, that's the least drastic statement that I could imagine. It's really watered down, but it, it's, it's fine. It's fine. They're saying, hey, maybe the scientific community should look at this being engineered since Dayzak has admitted to it in his uh, proposal to DARPA. He, he admitted to it all. He said, we're going to build bioweapons. We're going we're gonna to make gain-of-function properties so that they really attack human cells. We're going to release them in China in the bat caves so they infect the people who eat the bats. And then we, we're going to make three to five more bioweapons each year, and we're going to have MERS super weapons that kill 30% of the population. And we're going to put them all in the freezer. <laughs> I mean... And, and then secretly release them, you know? So it's, it's all admitted at this point. Unbelievable. So from the uh, Telegraph story, DARPA refused to fund the work, saying it is clear that the proposed project led by Peter Dayzak could have put local communities at risk. You think? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, thumbs up to DARPA on this. I mean, DARPA's done a lot of evil, crazy crap over the years, but at least... This is a line even they did not cross. I mean, DARPA funds projects, freaking mind control with electromagnetic projected beams, you know, AI enhanced robotic killing systems, all that stuff. But even DARPA said, this is way too crazy, way too dangerous. So what does that tell you? DARPA warned that the team had not properly considered the dangers of enhancing the, the virus gain of function research or the risks of releasing a vaccine by air. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's just, I, I hope I get a chance to ask Peter Dayzak questions one day when he's behind bars. Uh, like, Peter, what, what were you thinking? That you could take the world's most dangerous viruses, concoct a new one specifically designed to attack human cells through gain-of-function research, you know, take a segment of, of HIV and a segment of SARS and a segment of MERS and mix it all together, get the worst of all of them, and then release it with aerosolized drones in bat caves where, where local people go to harvest bats. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Now, of course, the answer, at least in my view of what he was thinking, was he wants to mass murder humanity. That's my interpretation of what he's doing. I, I, think, I think he's been a criminal this entire time you know, pretending to be a vaccine researcher. But that's just my opinion. Of course, he claims he was trying to save humanity. 
you know, isn't that the other thing that's bizarre about all this? That Fauci and Dayzak and Barrick and others, they, they claim they're trying to save humanity. And you ask them, what are you trying to save humanity from? And they say, well, from bioweapons. And you're like, you mean like the ones that you built? <laughs> you built the bioweapon. If we want to save humanity, we need to stop you. We wouldn't have had the bioweapon without you building the damn thing. Isn't that obvious at this point? But, but that's, it's amazing. They claim, no, 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 we're the saviors. We built it so that we could save you from it. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're saying, uh, we built a bioweapon so that we could make a vaccine against the bioweapon in case somebody crazy enough to build a bioweapon actually built the bioweapon. Who would be crazy enough to do that? Uh, you, you, you crazy fools. You are the ones <laughs> that we were warned about. You are the Dr. Evils of the world. <laughs> wow. But check out this line from the Telegraph story. Angus Daglaish, professor of oncology at the St. George's University of London, who struggled to get work published showing that the WIV had been carrying out gain-of-function work, said that the research may have gone ahead even without the funding. Quote, this is clearly a gain-of-function engineering the cleavage site and polishing the new viruses to enhance human cell infectivity, uh, infectability in more than one cell line, he said. Yeah, that's right. All right, another guy here, Viscount Ridley. He said, for more than a year, he's co-author of a book about COVID-19. For more than a year, I tried repeatedly to ask questions of Peter Dayzak with no response. Now it turns out he had authored this vital piece of information about virus work in Wuhan, but refused to share it with the world. I am furious. So should the world be. Peter Dayzak and EcoHealth Alliance proposed injecting deadly chimeric bat coronaviruses collected by the Wuhan Institute of Virology into humanized and batified mice and much, much more. And then there's another COVID-19 researcher from the WHO who wished to remain anonymous said it was alarming that the grant proposal included plans to enhance the more deadly disease of Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, MERS. Quote, the scary part is they were making infectious chimeric MERS viruses, the source said, which is what I told you, you know, several weeks or months ago. These viruses have a fatality rate of over 30%, which is at least an order of magnitude more deadly than SARS-CoV-2. If one of their receptor replacements made MERS spread similarly while maintaining its lethality, this pandemic would be nearly apocalyptic. Well, hey, guess what? It ain't over. They're only getting warmed up. So, folks, whew, that's the story. That's the story. Let's see. All right, there's one more element to this that's notable here. And this is a story out of news.com.au, the Australian news. Here's the title. Allegations, first super spreader COVID event occurred in Wuhan military games in October 2019. Now, you probably heard about this story before. We covered it, I don't know, a year ago. A high-profile Chinese defector has made an alarming allegation about the Chinese government's role in potentially the world's first COVID super spreader event. Now, what the story is about is that there were these military games in China. They're called the World Military Games, kind of like Olympics, but for military athletes. This was in October in Wuhan in 2019. And... 
this defector, this whistleblower is saying that that event, during that event, the Chinese military then exposed the U.S. military personnel to this virus. And then they carried it back to the United States. This defector's name is Wei Jingsheng. Let's see. Uh, this is in the Sky News documentary, What Really Happened in Wuhan. Which is, yeah, you should check out that documentary. That's pretty amazing. Sky News is doing some amazing reporting on all this. So if this is true, and it seems credible, it means that Fauci and Dezak funded the gain-of-function research, you know, built the virus, built the super weapon, handed it to the Chinese. The Chinese then released it on the American military troops that were at the games. And that began the spread right there. And so that makes China, you know, partially complicit in this. But the real blame belongs not on China, but on, frankly, Fauci and Dezak, in, in my view. I mean, you can't even, you can't place much of the blame on DARPA even because DARPA rejected the funding of this. DARPA said, no way. But Dezak got his hands on the virus anyway. And yeah, you can blame China somewhat because they did the gain of function research and they released it. But again, none of that would have been possible without Dezak and Fauci. The key people, well, and Barrick, the key people here are those, those people, Fauci, Dezak, Barrick. I mean, if anybody should be arrested and indicted right now, it's those three. Because without their actions, none of this would have happened in the world. We wouldn't have had the lockdowns. We wouldn't have had the pandemic. We wouldn't have had the rigged elections. We wouldn't have had all the mass fatalities. We wouldn't have had the damn vaccines. Sorry, I'm using, I'm using, that, <laughs> I'm using that word a lot today. We wouldn't have had the vaccine deaths, which is now half a million people in America and climbing, at least in, in my estimates, based on VAERS data projected. So it's not an exaggeration to say that the actions of Anthony Fauci and Peter Dazak and Ralph Barrick have probably resulted in the deaths of millions of human beings around the world. This is a Holocaust, and it was a Holocaust that was man-made. It's an engineered Holocaust, and it's not even over. And in fact, these nations around the world that have turned to full-blown communism now as the solution somehow to infections, like Australia, they're going to kill many more people. They're building the death camps. They're preparing to go door-to-door, -door, kidnapping people, throwing them into the COVID concentration camps, and executing people. The hospitals have become murder centers. We're now living under extreme censorship. Doctors are being arrested around the world for prescribing ivermectin because ivermectin saves lives. Governments have become the terrorists, wielding the bioweapons against the people. Police forces in places like Melbourne, Australia, have become treasonous traitors to the people they're supposed to serve. And this is worsening all over the world. Because of the actions of Dezak and Fauci and Barrick, we have worldwide communism and the mass extermination of humanity. Never before in history that I can think of have so few people set off such a cascade of destruction and death and suffering. And yet they walk free. Why is that? How come they are free? And the answer is because the governments are all in on it too. The governments want mass extermination. They want depopulation. The answer is because these three served 
a globalist agenda, which is being run by the same people who control Trudeau in Canada, right? And, and Biden and world leaders in other countries all around the world. It's all about mass extermination. And this is the way they're doing it. They've convinced the people of the world to inject themselves with a toxic biological weapon, spike protein, which is a skin-penetrating toxic nanoparticle, spike protein, that sheds and infects others around them. This is how they are sickening the world. This is how they're killing people. This is how they're causing spontaneous abortions and infertility and mass death. It's all created in the name of science, isn't it? This is all science, folks. Science as a murderous regime against humanity. And medicine. Oh, take the shots. They're safe and effective. Oh, really? No, they, they contain biological weapons developed to mass murder humanity. We now have all the smoking guns. And the war is on. So I don't know how else to describe what we're dealing with right now. This, this is a war against humanity. And this war is accelerating. In fact, what we've gone through so far is just a small taste of what's coming. Because I, I don't see any political willingness or moral courage to stop these demons, the, you know, these, these creatures that are trying to destroy humanity. No government seems to be interested in stopping it. The scientific community has failed humanity. If it wasn't for drastic, we wouldn't even know about this. So thank God there's drastic, at least some element of science that's still interested in the truth. But the mainstream science has betrayed humanity. They covered this up. The Lancet covered it up. New England Journal of Medicine covered it up. All these doctors conspired to kill people. You go in the hospitals today. They're trying to kill you. Here, go on a ventilator. Die. You know, no ivermectin for you, even though it works everywhere around the world, saves lives all across India and Africa. But no, not here in America. You can't have ivermectin because <laughs> it might save you. Oh, Got to get those death statistics up. Got to create more panic. You wouldn't believe the number of people I'm talking to lately who say no matter what happens, they're not going to a hospital. They'd rather die at home then go to a hospital. They don't trust doctors at all. They don't, I mean, you realize the entire medical system has committed suicide, right? Credibility suicide. The science journals, the vaccine companies, big pharma, governments, the people are fed up. They don't trust any of these institutions any longer. And the deaths have only just begun. Wait, wait until you lose 10% of the population, 20%, 25%. You start looking at tens of millions of dead Americans, bodies rotting in the cities, where the vaccine rates were the highest, guess what? You're going to get, there's going to be a massive red pill swallowing contest across America. People are going to get red pilled so fast they're going to choke on it. That's coming. Probably not that far away. And all the lying corporate media can do at this point is just pretend none of this is happening. Cover it up. Oh, what, what DARPA document? What DARPA document? What are you talking about? You know? Left-wing media, such an embarrassment to humanity, running articles, uh, oh, natural immunity is a dangerous theory. There's no such thing as natural immunity. No, literally, that's an article out of Mother Jones, by the way. I mean, just beyond pathetic. Are, are you so retarded that you think there's no such thing as natural immunity? I'm, my, my God, 
how, how do these people remember how to breathe? Might be too complicated for them. No natural immunity. Yeah. Oh, that's a conspiracy theory now. Big tech censoring everything, trying to cover this up. The smoking guns are all out there now. The truth is out there. They can't stop it now. It's just, it's step by step, day by day. All of this can't be stopped. An avalanche of truth hitting the world like a giant tsunami, you know, can't be stopped. People are waking up like never before. And it's only going to accelerate over the next few months. So uh, now that we know all of this, what's the upshot for us? The, the action items. I always like to try to share solutions with you at the end of each podcast. What should we take away from this? Well, number one, there's 180 strains in the freezer. We know they were playing around with MERS. We should expect them to drop a MERS bomb on us any day. You should expect a fatality rate of 30% or higher, frankly, because, you know, that's what they started with. They might be able to achieve fatality rates of 40 or 50%. And it's interesting to me that in, in the Bible, it talks about, what was it like for every two, two men in the field, one is gone. And for every two women, what, what was the example? <laughs> I'm always the worst at quoting Bible scripture. So, you know, Bob Sisson Gives me a clue. He just says, just make it up and tell him it's a different version. You know, he's joking around. So, okay, for every two women weaving at the loom, there's only one left. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the super new vibranium Bible version right there. That's what it said, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's okay to joke around a little bit. No, but my point is that it, the Bible does say multiple places throughout not just the book of Revelation, but other chapters in the New Testament, it talks about um, either a third of the people are gone or a quarter are gone or half are gone. And isn't it interesting, this super weaponized MERS probably could kill 50%. And how much you want to bet they're going to release this thing any day now because they're desperate. They need a crisis. They've been caught red-handed. They're going to be prosecuted. They're going to be... I mean, these people are going to go down in history as worse than Hitler, if you can imagine that. That's hard to do. You know, Hitler's kind of been the, the standard for, for horror since World War II. You know, everything's compared to Hitler. This is going to be worse than Hitler. How would you like to go down in history as the person who made Hitler look charming? Maybe the name Dezak will live in infamy from, from this point forward. But these people are going to try to cover their tracks like never before, or Fauci, worse than Hitler. I think Fauci is already worse than Hitler. I think Fauci has managed to get more than 6 million people killed, which is, you know, the, the Holocaust uh, fatality figures. But, of course, Hitler caused the death of at least 20 million Russians as well. And I don't know how many Germans. It seems like it's about a million, maybe a couple of million Germans as well. Uh, due to the war, there's no doubt that this MERS super virus is going to kill way more people than that. Maybe in the United States alone, not to mention globally. So it's going to get bad. It's going to be worse than Hitler. Uh, so there, there is going to come a time, getting back to practical solutions here, there is going to come a time where you're going to want to not be interacting with people. You're going to want to have your stored food and, and your, you know, your preps 
at home. And even though we've all gotten used to walking around society with the, the, you know, the COVID that's hardly fatal at all, there's something bigger coming that can be extremely fatal. So be wary of that. And, and by the way, they may also drop more toxic nanoparticles on the cities and they'll probably target the red States. How much you want to bet Biden's like, you know, warming up the drones to drop skin penetrating toxic nanoparticles on cities like Dallas, you know, and Miami, just anything to go after the red States that refuse to obey. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Just be cautious, folks. This is a time to be well-prepared. Have all your emergency medicine. Have your ivermectin. Have your chlorine dioxide. Have your, your vitamin D. Be healthy. You know, really, get healthy. Get healthier. We can all do that. Take steps every day towards that. Eat healthy. Drink plenty of water. You know, get good nutrition. All that stuff. Drink smoothies. Get some zinc. You know, <laughs> just be healthy. And uh, if you see drones flying overhead with a weird mist behind them, uh, you might want to clear out. That's all I'm saying. It's probably the Biden regime working with the CCP running the next experiment. Okay. Remember, America is an active biowarfare battlefield right now. So don't be surprised when you see any of this. Now, I'll be back with you tomorrow with an update. There's a lot happening news breaking every day be sure to check out my articles on naturalnews.com and of course brighton.tv for the live daily broadcast and brighton.com for interviews and podcasts and the full archive of everything and you can catch me on brighton.social with some social media posts including some often some late night humor as well so check all that out. I appreciate your support. You can support our online store at healthrangerstore.com. You can support our satellite phone sponsor at sat123.com. If you want to get some gold and silver, our sponsor there is the Treasure Island Company, metalswithmike.com. Support our sponsors. And thank you for all your support. We're going to make it through, but man, we're we're about to we're about to witness something that that's truly biblical or demonic maybe is a better term. My God, my God, may God have mercy on us. That's all I'll say. Okay, thank you for listening, and until tomorrow, take care. Prayers to you and uh, blessings. I hope we can uh, hope hope we can wake up others and save as many lives as possible. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>